0: Welcome to the My Home, My Mission podcast,
1: a conversation about life at the intersection of faith and family. Hey, friends, welcome back. Uh, we're at episode 27 of the My Home, My Mission podcast. I am in studio today. Uh, my name's Chris, and I'm hanging out with Jordan, my co host. Welcome back. Man, it's going to be, a, it feels like it's been forever, and it I does. know it hasn't been, but uh, if they're just figuring this out, we actually record these episodes. In advance. In fact, I had somebody come up to me this past week, Jordan, uh, who asked me a question about the podcast that I just dropped. And I'm like, ah, I'll have to go back and listen to it. I don't remember. It's (laughs) been like five weeks since we wrote that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, So anyway, but we are uh, today talking on a subject. We're kind of in in that culture theme again, talking on the subject of building a culture of giving and allowances. So we're talking about what does it look like as a mom and dad? Um, What does it look like to give an allowance? Do you give an allowance or or whatever? So we're going to kind of dive into that a little bit and kind of see where it goes from there. Jordan, as we start talking about that, beyond the practice, what, in your mind, what's the overarching principle that says moms and dads really need to think about this and think about it with intentionality um, before they actually jump out and do something?
0: Yeah, so uh, I think every... Every mom and dad wants wants their kids to grow up and be giving people. Yeah. Um, I think the Bible kind of spells it out that Christians are giving people. We're, we're to be givers. Mm-hmm. And so how do we kind of instill that culture in our home early on with kids teaching them how to give? And how does that work into things like money and, and work? And we've talked about chores before. Yep. yep, How does all that fit in teaching them?
1: Yeah, in fact, uh, one of our previous episodes, might even have been the one from last week, uh, we talked about Mm -hmm. the theology of work and building an appreciation for it so that work's not some drudgery that we're stuck with because we sinned, but it's actually part of God's good design. Um, And I think it's important for moms and dads to go back and remember, let's be theologically driven. Let's go from what did God tell us, what's the principle, what's the big idea, and let that guide our practices rather than grabbing a practice that maybe we grew up with or we saw or we heard about or we experienced and, and then trying to find out, did, did God have anything to say about that? <laughs> Life's too short for us not to be intentional. And, uh, you know, right from the very beginning, uh, God has a principle of his sovereignty. So we see that he's sovereign. He's the ruler of everything. The psalmist said, um, if I were hungry, I wouldn't tell you because I already own all the cattle and all the fields and all the mountains, and they produce, and I would just take care of it myself. Um, So we recognize God is sovereign. He owns everything, and that we are, by God's design, rulers or sub-rulers. We are stewards is a word that you'll see a lot of times in the Bible, which is just a Bible word for manager. We're managers of resources God entrusts and puts under our control. Um, so I think as we start talking about that by way of a culture of giving or helping our kids understand that, they're not going to sit down and hear about a theology of giving or a theology of sovereignty and stewardship. Um, but at a heart level, we want to impress on them, I think, that God is God's at the ultimate owner. He owns everything. Therefore, if we're going to put our trust in someone or something, we can't put it in the stuff that he owns but in the one who owns stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that make sense?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's and, and, of course, it's our nature and so it's kids' nature mm-hmm. to, um, to not give. One of the things that you see kids do all the time is, oh, that's – that's mine. That You have yeah. that that mentality. Uh, I never taught my kids to be self-centered, but they
1: always seem to nail the selfishness one me, right Me neither. Now. I was yeah. never taught that. That's, that's exactly for sure. exactly right. Yeah. yeah. It's easier for me to talk about it with my kids as though I'm exempt from this. But thanks for keep pulling us back and reminding us. They're just reflecting the same nature that's inside of all of Mm -hmm. us, so that's good. Hey, at your house, at the Reese house, uh, because I've got my stories of what we did growing up, uh, but my kids now, adults grown in their own households, they are no longer on the allowance system with me, but what -hmm. what do you guys do in the Reese home uh, when it comes to things like chores or giving or allowances, that sort of thing, and then how do you work from there to teach them about giving, being generous?
0: Yeah. So we've, we've tried a little of everything really. And, and we've got kids kind of across the age spectrum right now. Yep. So, uh, we, we don't really give an allowance to our young ones because really, if you, if you give money to little, little kids, it's just going to end up under their bed somewhere or something like that. So true. Um, they, they value their play money more than the real, (laughs) real deal. Um, But, they must love U.S. currency. But anyway, yeah. that's another story. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, with our oldest, we have done an allowance and uh, currently are doing an allowance with him. Um, but right now it's not work based. Mm-hmm. We're, we're giving that to him as a, you know, you're getting a little older and you're, you know, you're at church or you're somewhere and you need some Coke machine money and stuff like that. I want you to be able to just have that with you. Yeah, and so we do give him an allowance, but it's not based on the stuff he does. We're we want to teach him uh, how to how to deal with money and how to be responsible with what mm-hmm. what he has. But at the same time, we want him to learn that the work he does around the house he does because he's part of the family. He's a Reese, yeah, and um, and that kind of thing. So there's nothing wrong with doing it as mm-hmm. a payment type system. That's just not what's worked for us so far right now yeah and so that's how we do it i man that's good and you hit on
1: several of them and you laid them out by way of context so this wouldn't mean as much for the younger children as it does for the older children so we modify along the way jody and i i don't think we were ever that intentional so uh, i'm sure she would have been had i not been a goofball i'm sure i made it so that it was just more random but We did all across the spectrum. So we did a season of allowances uh, to try to teach about saving and to try to teach about tithing or giving a percentage back to God, you know, his system of stewardship um, we've done special chore money. Um, Hey, where I want you to go wash the car. I'll give you 10 bucks or something like that. And some of you are thinking you'd take that deal right now. And, uh, that's not <laughs> available. $10. They'd laugh at me. They'd be, what are you talking about? That's weird. Um, and then, um, we also had, uh, the deal of just everything is grace, um, which I'll talk about in a second. Cause I think that, for us is kind of where we ended up in the process, less than allowances. Uh, But, hey, here's kind of the grace lesson I want you to learn and so forth. So um, as we kind of go back up, maybe grab those piece by piece, a weekly allowance, what's the real value? If a parent were sitting there and going, hey, I want to do a weekly allowance, what is the real value of having Kind of like a salary job we would have out today. You've got certain responsibilities. This is your job profile, and uh, you you do that, you make ten dollars a week. What's the value in the big picture for our kids in that? What do you think?
0: Well, they're they're learning how to steward, okay. so they they can learn the giving part of it. They can learn the spending and saving part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that it, it's kind of a tool for for us as parents because we have a little bit more freedom in answering that question of uh, can I buy this or can we get can I get hmm. this thing whatever right. it is um, so a lot of times if I get that question um, we're in a store or something like that and can I can I get this and if I say uh, yeah, you have your allowance money you can you can buy that then it changes. A lot of times I've seen their decision change. (laughs) Well, maybe I don't want it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So they see the value of the of money. They see the importance of saving it. And it it just adds a little bit more of a decision factor in there for them. Absolutely. Man, that's good. That's good. Um,
1: I remember there was a season when Jody and I were doing this and I realized this just hit me like a light bulb. It doesn't do any good for me to give them a ten dollar bill if I'm going to teach them about saving one-tenth of it and putting one-tenth of it in their offering on the weekend, because mm-hmm. that was all part of the process. So I had to go and pay them ten $1 bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and now I don't know what you do because nobody uses real money. They all use debit cards, and I don't have a child debit card. So yeah. I don't know what you do with that. But um, uh, just to be able to build that lesson from there. So, yes, it's stewardship. Yes, it's a focus on value, which is a big deal. Um, and that one probably crosses over into the different fields. But uh, just to be able to sit down and talk about percentages, first fruits, the first tenth, um, you know, to the Lord. Um, do, you guys, have you, do you guys talk about that in your home, what a tithe is and why God causes people to tithe and all of that stuff?
0: Yeah, we do. And, and so even even our younger ones that don't get an allowance right now, they'll, they'll get, um, they do little jobs here and there. That we have given them some money for, um, and and they've done things for their grandparents, and they've gotten money for it and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, it was one of the one of the most precious things that's happened in the last couple of months. Is um, so our church sends out uh, giving statements right. every year, and so. I loved it whenever we opened the mail and Hannah Grace's giving statement was was there because she put her little couple dollars in the envelope once that she yeah uh, she gave so um so yeah we talk about the the importance of that and how sort of how that works and how teaching them to be kingdom minded with what they have mm-hmm. and what they're stewards over so one of the things I've, I've loved
1: about that now that my kids are on the adult side, because that's when you know if the test actually worked, if all your training actually sticks when they're no longer under your house uh, and so forth, both of my sons are committed uh, storehouse givers or and if you're if you're kind of new and going what in the world is a storehouse giver do we get storehouses and then give them away um, it comes out of malachi and uh, here's what he says he says bring the tithe the 10 percent bring it into god's storehouse so that there would always be food in his house and then god makes a promise there and see if i'll not bless you open the windows of heaven pour out blessings on you and so forth so We taught our kids early on 10%, the first 10%, first 10 cents of every dollar, dollar of every 10, 10 of every hundred, all that goes to the Lord. My son still practice that and then generosity above it now when nobody's looking. Nobody watches them or makes them, but we talk about it and they're committed to it. So that lifelong uh, value that they have began over 25 cents out of a 250 uh, allowance, you know, for making your bed and putting your shoes in the closet or what have you. So always good. And uh, I'm just picturing uh, your two youngest doing chores and getting paid for it. And Hannah Gray's having an incredible time doing it. Like she would be the life of the party. Oh, probably yeah. Doing it. <laughs> yes, for sure. Incredible. What about uh, contract labor? Because you mentioned that. You talked about... um hey, uh, our oldest will sometimes go do work for the grandparents or we'll give them a special job. We did a lot of that. Um, so that was kind of probably the bulk of the childhood thing for my kids of, hey, I want you to wash the car or cut the grass this week. I'll pay you $10 to cut the grass uh, or 20 bucks. See, I'm stuck on $10. $20 to cut the <laughs> grass and uh, $10 to wash the car, what have you. Those sort of things. Um, the contract labor, how does that fit in? Um Or how is that maybe different than the allowance process with the youngers in your experience?
0: Yeah. So, so we'd try to separate it. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll, we'll say here, here's your, here's your allowance. This is for the older one. Here's Mm your, here's your allowance. And you know, when it's time to do the dishes, you're not doing the dishes for that allowance. You're doing it because you're, you're a Reese, you're going to eat here and (laughs) you you have to pitch in that sort of thing. Um, So that's, also, true for our younger ones, they do the same stuff mm-hmm. um, for the same reasons. they just don't have an allowance yet. So whenever the time comes, whenever they need something, they ask mom or dad, and that's that's how that works. yeah um, but as far as when they do get you know get paid for some kind of job, it's something special. It's something out of the ordinary, and it gives them a sense of I earned this. And mm-hmm. so we want to teach them that too. We don't want to teach them that um, I only do things for money, so we right. make them do things because right. they're a wreath. But then we also want to teach them, I I get money by working. Yeah, we want to teach them that. So wow. in the summer, Jeremiah will mow yards, um, families' yards, and things sure, like sure. that. He's watched a couple of church members' uh, animals when they've been gone and little things <laughs> like that, and he say he saves it up and you know he he gives saves and he hardly ever spends it. it kind of it kind of drives me crazy sometimes because yeah. uh one of the things that happens is you know they'll ask for things yeah and but i do love saying well yeah you've got the money you can do that and they change their mind <laughs> yeah so uh but yeah that's that's kind of how that works with us
1: that's good so um did you find i i found that true in ours in fact we actually did our first loans to the kids based (laughs) on that too. Sometimes the want preceded the contract labor. So in other words, it's, hey, this new uh controller for my Xbox or what have you is out. Can I get that? And I'd be like, ooh, you don't have the money. Um here's what I can do. Here's five jobs you could do over the next few weeks to be able to do it. And uh if you do those things, I'll just we'll put that money aside and you'll be able to Mm -hmm. do it that kind of way. Is it kinda work that way or is it more on the contract on the front side like Jeremiah holding on to it and
0: I don't think we've run into that yet. Okay. <laughs> um it, that hasn't happened to us yet, but uh I'm I'm sure it'll come up yeah. at some point.
1: But the lesson's always hey, if you want something, then here's how you can take responsibility to earn and own. Uh yeah. it's not somebody it. else's responsibility. You're not entitled uh yep. to certain yep. things.
0: Have um, I ever told the the story from when I was a kid about the about the go kart that I bought when I was a kid?
1: I think you and I have talked about it offline, but I don't think we've done it on a podcast.
0: So when I was probably uh, my oldest son's age, I was probably 10 or 11, uh, we went to this like sort of like tractor supply type store. Right. And they had a go-kart in there that was just like the best one I've ever seen. The amazing go-kart. And back in the yeah. 90s, that's go-karts were all the rage. They're still the rage. Go ahead. And <laughs> it was a lot of money. And I, I just kept bugging my dad about that go-kart yeah just every every day every day since we saw it and he said I tell you what I will if you can raise half the money for it I'll pay for the rest and so uh I said okay I'm gonna start mowing yards and doing my thing and you know mowing a yard back then twenty dollars was a lot Mm -hmm. to make mowing a yard so I went and stayed with my grandparents for the weekend. Um, And by the way, half of that go-kart, I think, was $400, which is a ton of money for a little little kid to earn. That's more than I spent on my first car. So that's a lot of yards. (laughs) Um, So I stayed with my grandparents for the weekend. And then when I got home, I had made all of that money because I told my grandparents the story. And they said, "Okay, we'll double what you make. And they just made sure I made $400 they were going to cover it. I love grandparents. And so, my, yeah, my dad was a little bit surprised by, by the quickness the of that. I but gotta, I got the
1: go-kart. There you go. That's <laughs> Which is always what matters. So, yeah, I think I know when I bought my first car, my dad did something similar because he wanted me to have the car. He yeah. wanted it. So he went and he made sure it worked out. <laughs> um, the I think the last system, and we did this when the boys got a little bit older because I wanted to kind of shift them from the earning mentality to recognizing that everything we have is kind of a, it's a grace gift. Now, mm-hmm. Even our ability to earn is a gift of God's grace. So um, we moved away from that. I was like, you know, if, if you want to go earn money with the neighbors or whatever you can, here's what I need you to do as part of our family household. And then anytime we're out and about, if you want or need something, you just ask. So uh, like when they got driving age, I gave them uh, my credit card. You can put fuel in your car and we'll take care of you. And uh, you go to the store and need something. You get that if it's a need. If it's something way out there, then call me first. Uh, But you live with uh, us providing for you. And all you have to do is ask in order to experience that. Because I think that's a key element of God that sometimes we miss out on. That leads to maybe a self-sufficiency or a, a dependence so that idea of grace was kind of the last piece in that evolution of teaching and i found that to be quite effective for them as well uh, we'd go out to eat and be like hey can i have the 20 dollars steak man it costs you the same every time we go out whether you order a hamburger or a steak so you order what you want and uh, go that right. some of you are freaking out right now there's two dads right now yelling at the radio going this is garbage now because i don't <laughs> let them order the steak or the fancy drinks but um, we kind of set it out that way if you ask for it i'm going to give it to you and uh, that way you can just experience the fact that you live with somebody providing your needs so um, it seems since we've worked through an evolution of that there's not a particular single way uh, of doing it. So we would probably say to families, find something that agrees with your spirit, your prayer life, where you are right now in your stage. Uh, what would you say, Jordan, to the guy or the gal, the mom or dad out there who right now are thinking through uh, wanting to start this? They've not done it before, but they want to start it. But laying out a system of chores and all that stuff is just too much for
0: them. What would you say to them about getting started in this way? So I think the key to all this is your is the teaching. Yep. So the The goal here is not to just put money in the hands of the kids. That's not the goal of the allowance. The The goal is what you want to teach them about money mm-hmm. and about giving and those things. And so whatever the best way that makes the most sense for you and your family to be able to get those lessons across, that's the way to try first. And, of course, you can always change things. We've changed things. Yeah. So if you realize something would work better, then just switch it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Do something be intentional about it, teach about it, and give the reasoning rationale behind it. And just know God's faithful. It's going to work out on the backside. Hey, you as a parent may be doing something that's a little different we could learn or grow from. We'd love to learn from you. And uh, if you've got a story or a system that made sense to you, why don't you let us know in the contact information that follows. And we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for joining us for the My Home, My Mission podcast. If today's episode was helpful to you, please subscribe, share it with a friend and rate us on iTunes to make it easier for others to find us. If you would like to contact Chris or Jordan, you can email us at home at inglewoodbaptist.com.